Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode. Before we move on to um, the next episode of the Dragon Ball Mr. Fighters, which is tomorrow, by the way, we are going to have a little talk. So, today I want to talk about some terrible, terrible gaming trends that have been going on, that these have actually been set by mainly developers. What are these things? Well, first of all, I want to talk about Ubisoft, or Ubisoft. Not sure what most people call it, but I prefer to call it Ubisoft. So, Ubisoft has been making for a long time. Has been making a lot of games. Hell, they even made a few movies, which they all sucked, by the way. But, just, you know, we just want to put some things into perspective. Ubisoft is a good developer. I'm not saying terrific, perfect, no, all I say is they're good, but why just good, why not, you know, why not we not say the best, well, first things first, Ubisoft is, to me, the most creative developer I have ever seen, they have some terrific ideas, you know, for example, that spaceship kind of thing, that they were going for, um, I forgot the name of it. They introduced it at last year's E3. This year they introduced it uh, with you know Star Fox coming for uh, Nintendo Switch exclusively. They also made this game about pirates and stuff. For Honor, Rainbow Six, the whole series, not just Rainbow Six Siege. But why the hell don't they work out at first? Why do they always get terrible points? Well, the reason is they have great ideas, but they don't work on any of them. I mean, they're, they're just excuses. Take a look at For Honor. For Honor doesn't have any good story. It's a stupid story. It's not even a story. I mean, what the hell is that? And then you have some characters who fight each other. So basically, if you are going to make a multiplayer game, just already make it. Don't, don't give a shit about the single-player campaign. Who gives a shit about it if you don't give a shit? So, that was a great idea that they had, but they rushed it. It wasn't anything good at the beginning. It was just clumsy. So, then slowly, after many, many updates, it turned out to be good. Good, not great. Rainbow Six Siege, same sticky situation. At the beginning, it was nothing to look at. As time passed, now we're at year three, it actually got much better. I mean, I'm playing Rainbow again, and I'm like, okay, this is this is enjoyable. This is actually fun. Maybe not as fun, but it's still fun. Then we have Assassin's Creed, which always seems to be changing. And the problem with Assassin's Creed games is that Ubisoft doesn't give a shit, apparently, anymore. They don't give a shit about the story. They just say, okay, experiment. And they never actually stick with something. That's the problem. If every studio that's making Assassin's Creed games wants to experiment and none of them stick to the formula, then never ever is Assassin's Creed going to be as successful as it once was. It's never going to have the respect that it always had in the community. Is it? Nope. So what's the problem here? The problem is that Ubisoft has great ideas, but they want to make money, quick money. So they make games that I don't even think they spend more than two years in development. Even if they do, I'm surprised that how can you make a game in two years or three years and make it so bad? 
Crew 2 is another example. I actually said this. I called it. This was gonna suck. And it did. I even called Division when I played the beta. And I said this is gonna suck as you know, just as awful as any other Ubisoft game. And it did. It sucked. It still sucks. I mean, I'm not even excited for Division 2. It's the same crap. What's different? This is like Destiny 2. So, in retrospect, I think that mostly it's developers' fault. They shouldn't just rush their ideas. You should work on them. I mean, sure, I know you have a great idea. You want to see if people like it. So, if you have the resources, unlimited resources, to actually make a game to test those ideas, make it good. Make it something that when people play, they're going to be like, oh, crap, I love this game. Not like, eh, another Ubisoft game. What went wrong with these games? Well, Ubisoft has a very bad tendency to just create a formula and then just put some, you know, genres in it. And saying, for example, action, adventure, racing. And the result comes and it's like, hey, it's the same crap as we always had before, but the name is different. It's always the same. You don't believe me? Fine. Take a look at Assassin's Creed games, Far Cry games. What do you see in common? Great open world. Is it any different all the time? Nope. Same thing over, over, and over. Far Cry 3 was the perfect Far Cry game they were ever gonna make. There's no doubt about that game. But the thing is, is it like, like, the top of it I mean there's no other bar I mean <laughs> this is it well with Far Cry 3 yeah that was pretty much it there's no way you can actually improve on that I mean even if you could it still wouldn't measure up to Far Cry 3 Assassin's Creed 2 same thing way too good very difficult to break that thing but there's a but here if you already have a great formula, why do you have to change it? Why do you have to temper with it? Well, they said the same thing for Far Cry 4. But they said it with the idea that let's not change anything. Let's just change the villain. What? That doesn't make sense. So see, Ubisoft has a big problem. Problem being that they think if they keep doing something over and over, over, over again, people are going to love it. Well, no, we're not. I mean, I hated the crew when I played it. I mean, the crew 2 has the most awful controls for a racing game ever. It's not exciting. It's not amazing. It's nothing. It's just a mistake. A mistake has been made. Ubisoft, own up to it. You know, Far Cry 5 is in the same sticky situation. I mean, the, the controls are no different from Far Cry 5. If you already have Far Cry 5, just... Play with your friend and do races there. Much cheaper than buying Crew 2. So, yeah. Instead of actually just testing games and not sticking to one and improving it, just do that. Simply stick to one of them and, you know, just improve it. You know, don't just go around testing more new stuff. I mean, I'm saying it. Ubisoft is the most innovative developer, but they're the most awful developer at actually making those ideas become great. On the other hand, we have someone like Rockstar who just does it great. Why? They spend their time on it. 
I mean, look at the transform races they have in GTA. It's actually way more fun than anything Crew 2 might have to offer in transforming races, which, by the way, I didn't find any in the beta. Though people say that they do exist in Crew 2, but still, I don't think it's going to be able to measure up to the fantastic transforming races in GTA. <sighs> there is a flaw at Ubisoft, but this isn't only Ubisoft. This flaw is also in EA. EA is another developer who doesn't give a shit about the players, they just want to do what they think is best. So, they create games as fast as possible, they put it out as fast as possible, and want to just go with the trend. I actually just, you know, uh, say that I'm happy for EA for doing so many great things and admitting to their bad things. For example, with Battlefield 2 and the loot boxes, they had a lot of people going over the forums and the um, uh, FAQs everywhere, just... They were trying to you know, bombard EA with uh, negative comments because of the freaking loot boxes that were destroying Battlefront 2. Reputation already destroyed. Even now the Battlefront 2 is $20, I still don't want to buy it because I don't know if the progression system is any good. If me as a new player, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be like, holy crap, this is so difficult to actually do anything in. I mean, I don't want to be that way. I mean, sure, people are going to be playing it, people are going to be fine. But at the same time, is it going to be accessible to anyone who didn't buy those loot boxes or now they're jumping in? Is it going to be just as fun? Is it going to be like, I'm going to grind a hell of a lot to get Darth Vader? Or do I get him? Well, EA didn't think that far ahead, did he? No. So, they made a mistake with that. They thought to themselves, alright, who gives a shit about single player games? Let's just go with multiplayer. This is the main thing that's wrong with this industry. Single-player games are what made video games get on the map. Multiplayer games, yeah, sure. They were always there, but they were not mainstream. It was very difficult to play multiplayer back in the day. You should have, like, two controllers or have, actually, an extra peripheral just to actually play more than two friends at a time, and they had to bring their own controllers. You want to play Pokemon? With your friend, you had to have a cable. He had to have the same game. You had to be at the same place just to exchange. And how often do you think that happened? For me, none. None of my friends actually had the game. So it was a really <laughs> pain in my ass. PSP, the better example. PSP, the pinnacle of multiplayer at that time, at least before PS3 came. You had to actually... Stay very close to your friend with via infrared to play. So multiplayer did not make the multi the video game community. Single player games did. Without single player games, we had nothing. So why does EA and Ubisoft and some other developers think that these games are dying? Mainly because you know people are warming up to the idea of multiplayer. But the same thing goes that sometimes we don't want to play multiplayer. Sometimes I'm sick of playing, for example, Overwatch. So I would really love to wind down by going to Dragon Ball Fighters and kick the crap out of some AI, or move my ass into Arkham Knight, beat the crap out of some people, ride the Batmobile, or you can even go to Wolfenstein. So, see, these are the things. Single-player games and their stories are what make games beautiful. Does... 
did EA actually lose their touch with single-player games? Is that why they're bashing single-player games and sticking only to multiplayer games? I mean, sure, they have single-player components for some of the games, but they're not of a good quality. They're terrible. So, why? We have no idea why. We have no reason to believe them if they say the single-player games are dying. Take a look at Mass Effect Andromeda. Do you accept this as a Mass Effect game? No. Do you accept this even as an action RPG game? Hell no. This game was awful. They did not care that they made a terrible game. They were just like, no, everything's fine. EA, Ubisoft are at fault here. They're good developers, but terrible, terrible as strategies for their video games. I mean... Right now, with Battlefield 5, they already revealed everything. They were like, yay, we have a lot of things to show you at the reveal. Oh, crap, wow, so many modes. This is going to be a great video game. Though, to be honest, it did look a lot like Battlefield 1, but keep in mind, that's like eight years after the original World War, so nothing was that different until the end of the war. Anywho, when you... See that game, you're like, okay, I'm fine with this. Thank God they didn't go with Battle Royale. Then, at E3, they're like, yeah, we forgot. We also have a Battle Royale. And I was like, oh, God damn it. No, I like the idea of Battle Royale. But every game having it, that's bullshit. Because, you know, just to say that, for example, <laughs> Call of Duty, why does that need a Battle Royale mode? I mean, even if it does have it, it's not going to be like PUBG or Fortnite. It's going to be the same thing with Call of Duty. You just have a loadout, you have a few guns, you have a few machineries. You go in, you fight, and you think that's fair? How is that even fair? What about Battlefield? How is it going to that be? Like, for example, you suddenly find a jet and you attack everyone with your jet and bombs. You attack with tanks. Is that even fair? <sighs> See, this is, this is what's wrong with the industry. They think if they follow the trends every time, it's going to be great. That's not true. Those who become successful who actually break those trends. Rockstar, Naughty Dog, some other companies, I don't want to name just now, Insomniac, for example, uh, Free for Free Studio, um, the developers of Forza Horizon, of Gears of War, these guys are successful. Why? Because they bend the rules. They don't follow the rules. They don't come out and say, for example, yeah, Uncharted is going to have a Battle Royale mode. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I mean, imagine Bethesda coming out and saying, yeah, we also have a Battle Royale. Holy crap, what game? Skyrim. Holy shit. Everybody's going to go like, Fustruda, Fustruda, Fustruda. So, see, they don't follow trends. They make trends. Each of them, Sony Santa Monica, they actually make trends. They go on, they make a great single-player story, maybe even a multiplayer. So, they set the bar for everyone else to follow. EA follows that bar. They're just like, okay, whatever they're doing, we do it too. Activision, they're just doing their own shit. They don't care at all. They're just like, as long as it makes money, I'm fine. Do whatever the hell you want. Ubisoft, 
We have a lot of ideas. I'm going to set a trend. Oh, crap. Uh, who cares? Let's put it into another game. Maybe that will be good. I mean, they're crazy. Activision, EA, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is the most crazy. They just think to themselves, Oh, For Honor Combat is actually nice. People like it. Let's put it into Assassin's Creed. What the hell? Ooh, the open world of Far Cry 4. People like this. Let's put it here. Eh, who told you? I mean, every single feature that is new to each of their games, you can immediately find the same features in their next game. Jesus. What's wrong with this industry? Well, this is the first part. It's not going to be easy to actually say what's wrong with this industry in only like two parts. But this is the first one. They follow themselves. And they don't do a good job of it. So, yeah. This, this is something really wrong with the industry. They should take their freaking time with everything they do. With strategies, with thoughts. I mean, even us players, we know what we want. We know the logical move. How the hell don't they? Usually people come out in defense of them and saying, no, 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 these are big companies. They know what they're doing. Really? Is that why Destiny 2 has no money, not that many players anymore? My friend said that he actually queued for a strike. He came out because the players were bad. He queued again after 10 minutes. He came with the same players he already was playing. He did it again and again and again and still the same freaking players. If their strategies was right, if it was okay, they would not have trouble. They would not have problems with people not accepting them. But at the same time, people say, well, how, how the hell do they sell? Well, to be honest, a lot of people don't really care about all of this. They're like, eh, it's a game. Let's go buy it. I've seen this, actually. I was killing myself to say that the vision is awful. Don't buy it. My friends were like, it's fine, you know, for two weeks we're going to play it. We bought it. Mm, if I'm going to say an equivalent, let's just say, all right, we bought it 60 bucks. By the time we ended the game and platinum the shit out of it, we sold it for maybe 15 bucks. Yeah, after two weeks. That's how terrible this game was. I actually have a friend who still plays this crap. I think it's the only game he probably has in PS4. That's why he keeps playing it. I mean, he's nuts. But this is a problem. This is a problem, and I'm going to try and break it down in a few of these episodes to actually figure out what the hell can we do. What can fix this industry? What can make it better? Because... To be honest, every year at the E3, I'm slightly more disappointed. Sometimes I'm actually very excited. At times I feel like, oh, I'm super duper disappointed. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I hope that tomorrow you will love the new episode of Dragon Ball Meets Fighters. It's going to be a very special episode again, because this is the final part for um, Broly versus the Air Fighters battle. It's going to be a huge one. Um, you already seen Dante, Devil Jean, blown up, killed, 
Now only uh, Ryu remains and, well, Huarong. Who's gonna win? Is Broly gonna win? Well, we already know Broly, alive. Broly is alive. We know Ryu is alive. He was. He, he died. Huarong is also alive. Huh. So nobody dies, huh? Hmm. You may think. But don't be so sure. Anyway, see you guys tomorrow in the new episode.